0: Hey there. Welcome to How I Got Hired. This is a show about ordinary people like you and me and how they created extraordinary success in their career. My name is Sonal Behel, an international career strategist and founder of Supercharge. I strongly believe that a fulfilling career is a birthright and not a privilege for the lucky few who have access to prestigious education, capital, and networks. I am now on a mission to democratize access to high value career advice with my digital courses with my youtube channel and yes with this podcast so listen you deserve to have a career you actually love even if you just got laid off even if you took years of work to take care of a family member even if you are underpaid and overworked if you're looking for practical strategies and tactics to build a career and life that you are proud of, you are in the right place. Welcome. And once you're done listening, I want you to walk away with this singular thought. If they could do it, I can do it too. Now grab your favorite warm beverage and let's get started. Hey there, welcome back. My guest today is Dr. Pal. Now, Dr. Pal is one of California's leading experts in the field of gastroenterology and hepatology. There are three reasons. I wanted to bring the good doctor on the show today, and I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad you decided to press play and listen to us. What is the first reason? I think it's pretty cool to have a doctor on the show. Don't you you think so? I think so. The second, I want to share some startling facts. 13% of the world is obese. 39% of adults around the world are overweight. One in five children are overweight. And we need to learn more about this. Now, this is controversial and we can argue till the cows come home, whether BMI and body mass index, is that the right way to calculate it? We can get into the math of it, but the point is these are alarming stats nevertheless. And we have a lot to learn from Dr. Pal, not only because he is a specialist, but also he has been through his own health, physical health journey. And the third reason, Dr. Pal, whose full name is Dr. Paladi Appan Marikam. Now, Dr. Pal is a content creator. He's got 600,000 followers across YouTube and Instagram. I don't see a lot of doctors, particularly doctors who look like me on social media. He makes very useful videos with lots of humor, uh, with his native language. We're going to talk about that, that I don't always follow because we're both Indian, but we don't speak the same language. But the theme I love, the theme is always make yourself a priority so you don't need to hire doctors like him ever. So basically, if you take care of yourself, you're going to put Dr. Pal out of a job and that's what he wants. So this is going to be a total education. Doctor, welcome to the show.
1: Oh, thank you, Sona. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Thank you.
0: Ah, it's my pleasure. So let's get started. I am very curious. I want to know this. It's a very kind of stereotypical Indian thing, right? Oh, yeah. Indian must be a doctor, must be an engineer. <laughs> so I want to know the origin story for you. Was it always a given that you were going to study medicine and be a doctor, or is that something that became more clear as you got older or as you started learning more about the field?
1: Um, so no, I I I would I would be lying if I say that, oh, I love to be, I love to be a doctor right away. <laughs> <laughs> so I belong to the exact stereotypic Indian community where my parents wanted me to become a doctor because there was nobody else in the family where you were a doctor. So they made my uh, sister a doctor first. And they then,
0: made, they made
1: <laughs> <laughs> they made a sister a doctor first. And then the amount of recognition that they got in the community made me a doctor as well.
0: (laughs) So you mean one wasn't enough?
1: One wasn't enough.
0: (laughs) They couldn't rest till the uh, second child was also a doctor.
1: Because she'll go as a bahu to a different family.
0: She'll go as a daughter for the for the non-Hindi audience. The daughter is foreign. We call it I don't know. It's awful what we say in our country, right? Foreign treasure, because she's foreign not treasure. you know foreign <laughs> treasure, right? Parayadhan. I'll survive the oh, okay. I'll survive
1: the family's name with the with the doctor. So that's how it started. And then yeah. the other thing was I belong from a middle class family. So one thing that was very sure was education will definitely bring our family up. So that was the thing that was ingrained in me right from my start, which is a very, very good thing that my mom did. Um, if not, I would have created a YouTube channel when I was studying 11th and I would have gone there.
0: <laughs> which uh, children, if you're listening, there's nothing wrong with it. But just finish your college first. Please. I think so. And yeah,
1: I think so. Just finish the your Indian parents after.
0: will just rest a bit more assured. <laughs> so, um, you know, you did you enjoy it? Uh pal, or was it one of those things that I'm just going to do it to make you guys happy? I hate it in the meantime, but I I just can't wait to get my, you know, certification and residency because it's a long process.
1: Right, it's a long process. So one thing was very ingrained in my mind was, yes, I'm pretty sure education is the one that is going to give us like a steady income. And Mm -hmm. then our career has to be very important to raise Mm -hmm. the financial status of the family uh, based on the background that we, we were at that time um so once i started my medicine so initially it was either engineer or medicine so i mm. <laughs> i actually went to bits pilani first mm. and i did my electrical and electronics engineering for six months
0: ah, i'm just going to pause you so for anyone listening who's not from india pilani is one of the premier sort of educate you know engineering uh, schools in india not very easy to get in dr pal got in. <laughs> and electrical engineering so which means you were naturally just gifted with math right you had that right, analytical exactly, bent of mind yeah. e- engineering or doctor usual suspects so you decided engineering how long were you there at pilani
1: so i was there for 6 months right because i didn't get into medicine first because of the mm. cutoff because i belong to forward caste um so based on the caste wise ranking i didn't make it and then i'm sorry could
0: you could you uh, explain forward caste
1: so OC OC and FC have you heard of that before?
0: I've heard of backward but forward?
1: Yeah so there is a when I was I I'm I'm sure the um, the caste category is still there in terms of medicine ranking okay. when I was uh-huh. studying this was in 2000 uh-huh. um 20 years ago the ranking is based on the your, your caste rankings as well. So caste meaning your
0: your standing in society for someone who society, doesn't understand right. CASTE what? Exactly.
1: Cash Society, yeah. So, my community is FC, which is Forward Cash, which means that in a community, they think that, you know, we are already well-educated. So, ah. from a reservation standpoint, we need to give the existing number of medicine seats to other people in other... From a backward... From backward ah, caste.
0: Because you already come from privilege.
1: Ah, privilege. Ah. But Yes. which Which has, you know, you can... As you yes, said, it's we cannot, debatable. You, can't, you yes. can't come back home. Yes. Which um, is pros and cons on both sides. But I was a victim of that category based because there was only a certain number of seats that has been assigned and I didn't make it. Got it. Um, so for me, all I cared was education. So it doesn't matter for me whether it was engineer or doctor at that time. So okay. I went to engineering to Bitspilani. And yeah. then once I started learning for the first three months, I was like, you know, my, my my brain is not wired electronically, right?
0: <laughs> Literally and metaphorically.
1: <laughs> metaphorically. If I do this, I'm pretty sure that I will be uh, a, a psychiatric patient pretty soon because, <laughs> because I was not made for this. So what happened was and I was in a waiting list of my uh, medical seat mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we didn't have money to pay for management quota to get into medicine at that time. Okay. So I was in the waiting list and then um, as things moved forward, so I was able to get a medicine seat as a government-free seat um, under my same category, uh, caste category. So I left six months of electrical engineering and I went came back to pursue medicine. Um, the only triggering factor of that beautiful and complicated decision which made it very easy was a flight ticket from Delhi to Coimbatore. Because I had never been on flight before at that time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so mm-hmm. being on a flight was like an exciting thing for me i was like okay forget about engineering or medicine yeah. i'll just be on this flight and then i'll come to medicine <laughs> that's how it happened
0: okay i like how simple this is it's very simple thinking middle class background son this is one way for you to move up in the world move up in society upward mobility and that is study study your ass okay. off do something respectable make us proud I get that. I, I I there's a lot of people that judge uh pushy parents etc. They want they always want uh what's best for us. They have sometimes a very strange way of showing it. But, but I, I have a lot of respect for you know they, they 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 always want to do want you to do better than what they uh did for themselves, right? And and always sort of pushing us to to do the best we can and I think the intentions are always good. The intentions are always pure. Um so this is very interesting. And I I think this speaks to how diverse our country is. When I was mm-hmm. growing up, I heard of caste quotas. There was a lot of political heated debates in it. There was violent protests in it. Um, but I didn't know that up until even 20, 22 years ago, these quotas were in place. And we are from the same country. And, and I think we studied around the same time. Um, you lost out on a coveted seat in a medical school because you didn't belong to the right caste, right? So it, it didn't already from the get-go, before you start your career, there is already that perception that you had of lack of meritocracy. Mm-hmm. And it's more about, you know, background. Do I meet that background? Do I check the box, et cetera? which you didn't, but luckily it worked out. So the other thing I want to highlight is very interesting you know right away when you sit in a classroom or you're in an office job and something feels off. Yes. you're saying you were there for six months, but it was already clear to you way before that you're like, uh-oh, the some of the wires <laughs> are yes. not corrected to the the yes, light okay. is not yes. going on for many people it is, but for me the light is not going on. <laughs> What's happening? So you start medical school and very simple down to earth, you know humble upbringing. Taking a flight is a big deal. You know, you don't come from a jet-setting lifestyle like you. You know, uh, such a different life right now that you have in California. So you have obviously come far, come come far. And talk about medical school, right? Uh, because you got into medical school in India.
1: Yeah, in Coimbatore, which is Coimbatore. Uh, and how long seen. did you study? So, in medical school in India is five and a half years.
0: Yes. Yes, so you did okay. the full five and a half years.
1: I did the full five and a half years, and then how that happens is, you get a degree called MBBS right yes. after training, and yes. with MBBS, and that's a
0: that's a master's. in so, what does it stand for? MBBS?
1: So, bachelor's in medicine, bachelor's in surgery. That's what's called MBBS. Okay. It's 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 um, written in a different way. It's yeah, actually BMBS. It, got, it.
0: got it. Got it.
1: So, they made it MBBS. So, so you I finished
0: know, it and during those five and a half years, it was very different for you compared to engineering, right? You actually yes. felt like you belonged, you liked it, yeah, you yeah. understood things. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I, I belong. I know that I belong but I was not sure uh, where I'm going to with this. So, mm-hmm. I, one thing for sure is everything, everybody around my community and my, my friends and family were saying that, you know, there was no doctor who has lost his family without money
0: there is no doctor who's lost his family without money
1: With I mean lost his family status or like could not raise the uh-huh. family upbringing uh-huh. without money so there is no uh-huh. doctor uh-huh. so if you become a doctor the education part is there and you could survive somehow okay so then um, while I was doing this five and a half years of medical school I realized that this is so much competition out there here
0: <laughs> India man <lad. laughs> Thousands of and, people for one seat.
1: Oh my God! And then after MBBS, nobody respects you because you know. Let's mm-hmm. say you have a headache, right? Even twenty years ago, um, you they go to an MBBS doctor and then they say, "Hey, you no, know, I have a headache. Can you refer me to a neurologist?" Mm. Right? Are so you saying MB- that
0: the, a general practitioner, like a generalist, nobody wants to be diagnosed? They they want BS. to go to a specialist. Even at,
1: even at that time. Even at that oh. if they come to a general medicine doctor and then they will huh. say, hey, you know, can you refer me to a specialist? Huh. He will. They will come and talk to me and then say, can you? do you know a good headache doctor?
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're like, hello, I'm right in front of you. So then, uh, got it, got it. So, So talk about this journey then, because how does the US happen? Because then you have to study all over again. So talk to us about like how that worked
1: out. Yeah, so then I realized that, okay, so the salary of an MBBS doctor at that time was 15,000 rupees. Per what? Month. That month, That's it at uh, that time. Okay, and then for you someone who's listening right now, we're
0: talking, okay, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, but we're talking 200 euros a month. I can't believe it.
1: Right, okay. right. 20, okay. yeah. So oh, at that time, the specialist was earning close to like 50, 60,000 rupees per month at that time. Mm-hmm. So then everybody who finished mm-hmm. MBBS, the whole group, they will join uh, another postgraduate coaching program to get into these specialties. It could mm-hmm. be cardiology, it could be neurology, it could be mm-hmm. any speciality. Right, and that is an another competitive market where the seats are very limited, and again yeah. the reservation yeah. category will be there. Right. So I mm-hmm. missed out on the reservation category already, and I don't want to take the chance again for the second one. So then I know that okay, so if this is the case, probably why can't I look outside? So then I thought, okay, maybe how about United States, UK, um, and Australia and everything? Mm-hmm. So my, I have a lead. Here, by because my sister got married to a doctor over here in um, America. Even at that time, mm. my brother-in-law was a doctor, so she, so we, we got some kind of exposure to U.S. system, mm. U.S. medical mm. education, and then in U.S., you need to clear United States medical licensing exams, mm. Mm. and then do residency, which is MD uh-huh. general medicine in India. So you
0: don't have to do the full seven years prior to the. Uh, yes which is lucky you are lucky
1: yeah okay. We are okay okay so you don't have to do that so
0: which means that the five and a half years that you did in india is recognized
1: five and a half years in india is equal to seven years here in u.s got
0: it got it
1: yeah got but it. i would still say that the training in india is like much much more better than here mm-hmm. um no mm-hmm. question about it so mm-hmm. and then five and a half year equal to seven years of medical school over here And then after seven years, you do everybody, even over here, people who got trained over here has to complete this United States medical licensing exam, USML. Right. right. There are three parts to it. One, two, and three. Right. And the second part, you need to come to US to give a practical exam. Mm -hmm. And for that, you need a B1 business visa. In 2000s, even UK and US were restricting visas for doctors because mm-hmm. they don't want their own people to doctors. become a, um, right. uh, to get positions. Right. So they were sending visa. So then I said uh, that I I didn't get a visa uh, for that exam. I cleared the part one. I got yeah. like ninety nine point nine nine out of hundred. That's the, that's the highest. I mean everybody every Indian will get that. No, it's not <laughs> only me. Every Indian will get a
0: Every have. overachieving Indian. My God. I so.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh,
0: but you didn't get the visa. Something, there's I always the a problem. Visa. Right. I didn't get the right.
1: visa. Okay, so part two, I cannot go. So then they said, okay, you no, know, uh, there is an another alternative way called Masters in Public Health, which is mm. um, you can study public health over here um, rather than studying medicine. Mm. Then I said, okay, so let me opt for that. So mm. I did...
0: And for that, you got the visa?
1: For that, I got the visa. But for that, I need to do GRE and TOEFL.
0: Oh, okay. Entrance exams, which are like for a person like Dr. Pal, they're like baby maths. You know, for me, it's advanced maths. (laughs) because <laughs> i'm not a, no, 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 a it's science
1: advanced math for me because because uh, i didn't do mathematics at all during my medical school so
0: it was a pain for you and then it's also t-o-f-e which is a test of english as a foreign language so and not to forget doctor you also had to do the mph the masters in public health which is not a um which is not free right it's not <laughs> uh europe right where right. advanced right. education is free that's an additional layer of like cost investment yes absolutely so, And GRE and TOEFL. So you did all of that?
1: So while I was doing my last year of my medical school, which is like five and a half, I was going GRE and TOEFL classes on the side. So I'll have my friends cover my duty, go to the class and then come back and then pay the duty back to him (laughs) later. And there have been many people who have given me attendance (laughs) during my absence of the hours. You
0: mean like a proxy?
1: Proxy, exactly. (laughs) they used to give proxy okay
0: so you came to the u.s uh, what year did you come to the u.s
1: 2006
0: 2006 so you did a master's in public health which is what two years
1: two years right and then the yearly cost of that is fifty thousand dollars per year
0: oh my gosh yeah
1: okay so uh, i need to bring up hundred thousand dollars so to counteract that sometimes you can get scholarships Hmm. and again as every indian student over there got scholarships somehow Mm. and uh, you need to i worked as a teaching assistant for 20 mm. hours a week one mm. job and then research mm. assistant 20 hours a week mm. and a job and then did masters in public health uh, their own syllabus plus i studied for my step one uh step to the part two right. uh, of this right. so 2006 to 2008 was my most hard-working years
0: yeah
1: um yeah. which resulted in two things one I made sure that my career foundation is good. So I yeah, got into It's pain.
0: strong. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: And the second thing is, I, I made sure that my belly is strong as well, that I got so much belly fat around me.
0: <laughs> oh, ah, you got into unhealthy eating, uh, eating habits, right? Because of stress eating as well. Because of stress
1: eating, exactly. Those two years, I all I cared about was, this is my last chance. If I don't get into medicine with good scores, then that's it. I need, uh, there's no career ahead of me. So I just like, yeah. um, okay. I didn't even waste like a single hour of going into gym or mm. calculating my diet, calories, nothing. I just mm. will go take curd, rice, chips, chicken tenders, frozen items. I just ran through the day.
0: Pizza. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get that. So
1: I, I was that. like, you know, 60 kilos when I went to US and then when I came out. Of that, I was 100 kilos. 40 kilos in two years.
0: Wow! That's almost half your body weight.
1: Half my body weight, right?
0: Wow! So, those are the pictures in the before and after.
1: Those are the pictures before and after. And then once I got into medicine, um, so medicine was busy as well. So, then the same rat race happens. Okay, so hmm. after MD General Are you medicine, talking about
0: the residency?
1: Residency, yes. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. What so, was that like? What was that like? Because you, you're talking about rat race, but also you're talking about... You know, I'm, I'm really, first of all, really appreciate your honesty and vulnerability. But that is how we learn. You're not on top of a mountain telling people what to do, how to eat. You're, you've are you got compassion and empathy because you're like, I've been there. And if I there, could yes. turn it around, if I could do it, so can you. So what was it like being a doctor doing the rounds? Um, carrying 40, and anybody who's listening, you, you please put that in pounds, just Kind of double it in pounds. It's yeah, it's uh, we're talking pounds. easily crazy crazy. Mm-hmm. Sorry, how much did you say?
1: Two twenty pounds. Oh my
0: god! Yeah. <laughs> what was it like carrying that ex- those extra pounds while you were doing your calls? You know what I mean. Looking at um, because by then you ch- had you chosen a specialty as well.
1: So no, so that is gen- that uh, I did residency, which is equal to MD general medicine back home in India.
0: Got it. Got it. Okay. 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 So
1: I was not. Aware of my health problems at all because looking around me, all the doctors were like that.
0: Oh,
1: everybody was like that. Okay, so even though we are physicians, we know what is wrong. We tell the patients, don't eat French fries, and we go downstairs for the cafeteria and and we eat French fries. Eat
0: French fries. Oh, Uh, my God. And then the
1: excuse that we give to ourselves is we are busy. Uh, you
0: have called yourself out mr you doctor you have called yourself out and you've called out an entire profession because if you're in a profession where you're responsible for helping people if you're a fitness instructor and you're carrying around um unhealthy body weight how is that a good example to the the client or in your case to the patient what was it is a
1: pure hypocrisy it is a pure hypocrisy it is
0: hypocrisy right it is hypocrisy and what was the what changed doctor
1: so so you know i didn't learn at that time either okay so because again when i said rat race again the same concept even if you have md general medicine in us the pay is not that much Mm-hmm. And the recognition mm-hmm. is not that much, and you know we mm-hmm. have worked so hard, mm-hmm. and we want to again um, um, raise the family status, bringing the economy up and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, if that is what is ingrained in my mind. So I said, okay, you no, know, then I need to specialize further, and mm-hmm. uh, then that requires a lot of effort. Getting into a super speciality here in US is not a joke.
0: Mm-hmm. Getting
1: here into medicine may be easier, but the next mm-hmm. step is really hard. So those three years while I was doing MD general medicine my because the previous two years habits just like translate same thing i kept on working longer hours did not compromise my health i mean compromise my health did not care about my food and habits and then the 220 went up to 245
0: 245 pounds got
1: it in three years right got it. And, but yeah. the third year i got what i wanted i wanted to get into um, gastroenterology so i got it
0: why did you want to do gastro i'm curious about the thought process how does one make a decision
1: so you round in multiple specialities and then you choose what you want okay? okay and then people from indian community usually they choose cardiology because because um, um you know cardiology is very sexy very attractive um you know you stop a heart and then uh, you take care of the stopped heart and then restart it again as if they're a mechanic um <laughs>
0: No, it's, it's, uh, uh, yeah, so you're right. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it sounds scary, but it's glamorous in the sense that what can be more important than your heart?
1: Yes, so. exactly. So everybody, at least in Tamil Nadu, cardiologist is like a big thing. Okay. Big everybody. Thing. So wants you, to, you
0: didn't want to do cardiology?
1: I wanted to do cardiology. So, you know, I did my research. I did work so hard. I got a pre-match in cardiology, which is, um, yeah. it's never heard of. Pre-match is that, you know, you don't even go through the interview process. They select you based on your publications.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: So, as usual, I don't put thought into what I want. So, I put thought into what everybody else wants. And once I get it, then I realize, do I really want this? Oh. (laughs) That's a mistake I did. That's Mm -hmm. a mistake I did. People listening Mm -hmm. to this, you know, always if you want something, you can create a sense of perception regarding, hey, um, after you achieve this, is that giving you the sense of satisfaction or you are doing this just because that you think that everybody is doing it so you'll be okay as well.
0: I understand. I understand. So
1: that is one thing. And then the, then I realized that, okay, so cardiology is not for me because it is very stressful. I'm not mm. a... I'm a very fun-loving person and I cannot be this much stressed out mm. um, throughout my life. So then I changed it to gastro. Gastro was so fun because you do procedures. I love procedures. You see a wide variety of patients and I love... Um, liver for some reason, mm. I I love liver.
0: For some reason, you have a thing for liver. Interesting, ah, interesting.
1: Liver. Right, ah. and
0: that's how you chose uh, yeah, because, because I didn't
1: have a lover during my medical school. Maybe I can't really have a liver. There's <laughs> <laughs> no liver. There's no lover. God, give me a liver. Oh, maybe
0: God. Maybe God was listening to you, and he was like. Liver? Lover? What did you say? Maybe you spelt it wrong. He's like, I'll give you a liver. Yeah. I'll give you I'll <laughs> give you lots. I'll give you lots of livers. Lover, lover will come. Lover will come lover later. Will come.
1: Yeah, if you take care of your liver, the lover will come. I know come you're later. you're happily
0: married. Yeah, you're, you're married to this lovely woman. Uh I, mean, I want to pause here because um I really, really love how open you are today. Uh about things you did well and things you didn't do well. I can relate so much and I want to go back to this time when 2007 I think we were around similar period right you were going through this crazy phase of 2006 to 2008 2007 I was I was preparing for the GMAT to do the MBA I was in South America and I applied to four schools I only wanted to go to one school which was in France and it was a complete the most international MBA which is in Seattle. however I thought I need to get into Harvard Business School and why? Because it's Harvard Business School mm. and it is so attractive. It's going to make my parents look so good mm. and it's going to raise our status in society. Mm. However, when I compared the stats in terms of what I wanted, like, you know, in the um, multicultural, no nationality is more than 13%, whereas 67% in the, in, in Harvard were well, all, you, you know, U.S. sort of native um, but it's amazing how much our decision making and beliefs, right, the belief process, all of that, is influenced by what we think we want versus what we really want.
1: Right. <laughs> no, absolutely. <laughs> that is uh,
0: really interesting that you shared that. So, and you also. You get that gut feeling. Like in your case, literally the gut
1: gut, nice. gut
0: feeling. is not <laughs> metaphorical. Like literally, I'm working on gastro. I'm working on gut, and you're like, I'm enjoying it. This is way more fun. Heart, you know, you've got somebody's life. I mean, not that gastro is not important, but it's mm-hmm. a it's a different level of stress, and it's not for everyone, right? It's and you everyone. were like. It's not for me. Uh, right. I don't know if I can take it that seriously because it's a uh, it's a whole different level. I'm guessing that you have hierarchies in medicine. It's yeah. like up there in the, and it's not. Um, you need to have a, a very different mindset, hard set, you know, strong uh, to be able to to be a cardiologist. So, and to get into gastro and gastroenterology, were there like um, to get into the you know the the first sort of paid doctor job yeah. after studies were there interviews what was the screening process like do you remember what helped you to stand out was there no, lots of absolutely, competition
1: absolutely so I think um, I think for me I think stars were aligned in place um, that's mm-hmm. what I would say because during the master's in public health I chose that route because the visa was rejected right but mm-hmm. I learned statistics during that research during that mm-hmm. two years In Mm. public health, you need to learn Mm. statistics. And using that statistics, I was able to publish a lot of papers on a very um, quicker way. Mm. Um, So that increased my resume like crazy. And um, um, so then getting into gastroenterology was not easy. uh, But given my publications and given my having a good medical school and a good uh, residency, Uh, My resume was elevated a little bit more than the other candidates. Um, And then I got into uh, gastroenterology in 2012. Mm -hmm. Um, So there was three years of gastro in 2015. And then after 2015 was one I actually got paid as a full-time doctor. Right. Um, Right. And I got married in 2012. Um, Right. Right um so 2012 or 2015 and then after 2015 i came here to um, uh, california for a full-time practical uh, full-time practice and where were you
0: before before coming to california detroit detroit michigan got it detroit got
1: michigan it. for eight years yeah and oh, then, eight
0: years wow very extreme weather as well differences yeah
1: so if you look at it i joined medicine in 2000 Hmm. I came out in 2015. 15 years. <laughs> yes, <laughs> just...
0: end to end. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, yes, it's even end...
1: more than uh, Ram one was. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so, like, somebody's wondering, what did he just say? So the, the Ramayan. it's one of the sacred books in Hinduism, right? So when Lord Ram has been banished into the forest, he <laughs> was what, banished for 14 years. <laughs> By the way, those who are wondering, he returns, and that is the reason we celebrate Diwali. In case you were wondering, anyway. Right. So yeah. <laughs> you were you were in the forests in the wild longer than Lord Ram, and you come back. And what was your what was your weight then, Doctor Pal? When you started, um, so the, it's
1: it's two forty five, right? It's same two forty five.
0: It's still at two forty five. It's two forty five. And you're married, and your wife's probably like get in shape. What the
1: hell, no, you know, whatever, no, all of that. No, 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 no. because, you know, ah. that's what the problem with at least what I see in my community. I think I can generalize as an Indian community ah. is that ah. um, we don't prioritize our health, okay? We always prioritize wealth, which is because of multiple Ooh. reasons. Yes multiple reasons because yes. you know like look at me you know i my first priority was wealth right you know i yep. need to make sure that you know yep. i am sustaining because i don't have a good fam- family uh, financial background so i need to make sure that i sustain um then i worry about health later the mistake that i did it's was a
0: distant it's a distant second
1: the distant thing the mistake i did was once i got into residency and once i got into gastroenterology i know that my financial status is secure Okay, so at that time I should have looked into my health a little bit more than Mm -hmm. just let it go. The problem, what is happening is we are so focused on education education, education and then we completely lose priority over the health. Um, So while practicing, even for me, that didn't hit me. It didn't hit me until while I was practicing, I was doing a procedure and all of a sudden my heart rate went up to like 220 Mm -hmm. and then I had like some palpitations, some chest discomfort. My patient was asking me, Doctor, are you okay? <laughs> oh, no.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Then I how said, You know, I don't. How
0: think, did you feel that time?
1: Yeah, so I don't think so. Then the, he called emergency for me.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. You're laughing about it now, but it must have been so stressful for you back then.
1: He called emergency for me, so he um, brought the ambulance for me, and then my patient was my doctor because I was lying on the cot. <laughs> so they wheeled me into the emergency room. They connect me with all this EKG machine, and then yeah. my heart rate was two twenty. You see all those like paddles that they yeah, use, yeah, yeah, a, yeah, or a cardioversion in film. Yeah, then they used it on me. <gasps>
0: uh,
1: like wide awake. Were you before.
0: flat? Were you flatlining?
1: I was flat no flatlining because my heart rate was like going so up because it they get com- so many
0: completely unsteady it didn't okay. come down at
1: all okay. and that's the last resort and then they have to do that and it was I was wide awake while they did that you were
0: wide awake when that was happening
1: it was wide awake it was happening yeah so and then once they did that then all I could see was all the fried gulab jamuns that I ate just before that <laughs> I was all like, the oh, unhealthy
0: man. fried desserts right right and and um, in the meantime, your patient is waiting somewhere, like wondering, is he okay?
1: The patient is right next to me because he was oh. the one who wheeled me. <laughs> oh,
0: my God. And this is what, uh, 2015?
1: This that? is in, uh, after I finished my catch- This is around um, 2016.
0: 2016. Um, um, was this the wake-up call?
1: This was the wake-up call. This was the wake-up call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was the wake-up call. And at that time, my wife was pregnant with our first mm-hmm. child. And that's mm. a different story. We had mm. multiple problems. No,
0: but 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 uh, we're talking crazy stress levels, right? Because you, um, right. you so want to be around, then, you want to be alive, you want to be healthy for the next, you know, mini yes, you, mini versions of you coming. And Absolutely. and you, Absolutely. if you're sitting in a bed, you know, uh, or in an emergency room, or you're, you know, you've got uh, uh, constant medication that you have to take hourly, you can't show up as your best self. <laughs>
1: no. No, no, no. So, then what really hit me was, okay, so I Mm. could have died easily. Okay. Could have died easily. No question. Okay. Um, So, then I was thinking... Are you
0: saying you were lucky?
1: I was lucky. Yeah, absolutely Mm. I was lucky. Mm. And I was thinking, okay, what will happen to this uh, yet to be delivered baby?
0: Mm. (laughs) Yeah. But no fault of his.
1: Yeah. No fault of his, right? So, he'll come without a father. Um, Yeah no fault of this and then you know look at all the stress that my family has to go through
0: yeah
1: so that was a wake-up call i was like okay so i need to be a role model at least for my kid and i need to be alive until they turn 18 and because i can't even picture um what they will do without uh, me and i don't want them to have, go through that stress levels and uh, yeah. if uh if somebody listening to this and if you have two little kids or somebody less than 18 years of age, it is your damn responsibility to be healthy until they turn 18.
0: I've heard you say this on so many videos and so many podcasts. And I think this bears repeating. If you've uh, got kids below the age of 18, okay, after they turn 18, you can go <laughs> drive off a cliff. Okay. They'll be fine. <laughs> Which we're obviously a bit joking. But um, if you've got dependents at home. It is your goddamn duty and responsibility to take care of yourself because Was they that? have done nothing to deserve yes. the awful life that they will have in your absence.
1: Yes, in your absence. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm.
0: And you I'm you okay. talked about this, uh, doctor. Uh, sorry to interrupt because I, you, I heard you say this on a show where you had a dear friend who unfortunately passed in his early yes. 40s. He's <laughs> no more. Yeah. And he has, uh, he had, he has two little kids and they don't remember their dad. We are not, this is not hypothetical stuff. I mean, the stats we're reading, there's somebody, it's somebody, it's somebody's life. It's somebody's loved one.
1: Um, Right. uh, Think about, think about that wife. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. Mm. as an Indian community we are not open to remarriages we are not open to we're
0: quite conservative you're right you're right I mean things are changing things are changing, changing a lot
1: but not 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 that much I mean, you know, that I mean
0: trauma right how would you get over that trauma even if you do move on with someone else
1: right even if you, so the whole family I still know them I mean she's a single mom and mm-hmm. she's just running the show mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. The, the kids are um, just relying on the mom financially. How mm-hmm. big of a burden that is. Yeah. Um, friends and families are there, but they'll be supporting only to a certain level. This trauma yeah. Is, yeah. Is, is. It's complete. lifelong.
0: It's unfortunately, no, it and it will be passed on to the next generation. The next
1: generation.
0: Um, I so, understand that.
1: Yeah. So I always tell all my patients is that, um, you know, that. The problem with health is that it doesn't hit you right away. Yes. Yeah, uh, It's like a yes. bad investment in mutual funds. It hits you 10 years after.
0: <laughs> uh, it's a ticking time bomb, but it is so quiet and so sneaky. You don't know so when it's going to explode. So Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this obesity epidemic. Okay. Now, according to you, you've lived through it, right? But you've also seen hundreds of patients. Doctor, what are some of the usual causes? Um that you have come seen over and over that we are innocently you know doing or making those mistakes without realizing and also share with us some timeless pieces of advice for maintaining good physical health and also mental because you know let's face it reaching out to the bag of chips i'm not hungry <laughs> but I just want it because it's satisfying in the moment, all of that stuff. So there's a mental game as well, right? So what are some timeless pieces of advice for maintaining good mental and physical health coming from your own experience?
1: So this might be new to everybody, including me, um, Mm. which um, I think we are actually involving in very active research these days. The problem is not your... Abdomen, okay. The problem is not your brain, the problem is your small intestine.
0: Small intestine. Ah. Oh.
1: And I'll tell you why. So hmm. small intestine has 50 trillion bacteria hmm. corresponding to every cell. We have 50 trillion cells. Each hmm. and every cell has one bacteria kind of thing, corresponding mm-hmm. to each. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this small intestine is populated with two groups of bacteria. Not all bacteria are good. Mm. Good bacteria and bad bacteria.
0: Bad bacteria, right, right.
1: Okay, so when we grow up in kid until like five years, 10 years of age, it's all good bacteria because it's just breast milk and um you know you're not exposed immunity. to all the mm-hmm. immunity, you're not exposed mm. to all the toxins around the world and everything. The food intake is slowly hits you from four to five and then ten. Mm. Um if you take the gut bacteria from an infant who are born through vaginal delivery. Right. And of an infant who are born through cesarean section, the number right. of good bacteria in the vaginal delivery baby is significantly higher.
0: Right. Okay. Because you get
1: exposed to the birth canal. when, right. And the risk of autism is significantly lower in patients who are born through vaginal delivery compared okay.
0: to cesarean. Interesting. Okay? Interesting. So that is
1: the thought process that was... Hmm. Starting this analysis that, hey, you know, the bacteria in the small intestine is a second brain. Mm. And what are we doing to make sure that the good bacteria is more than the bad bacteria? What has happened? I want to just repeat that?
0: that the bacteria in the, in the small intestine is like your second brain, it is thinking, it is doing whatever the hell it wants. And it's like you got to take care of two brains. <laughs>
1: Yeah, In your exactly. body. yes, absolutely. So what happens is because of our five different factors, right? One is um, you know, like eating processed foods. Mm. So anything under a package is a processed food. And number oh, two, that stuff not, is I'm, so
0: tasty, man. That's the problem. It is <laughs> so tasty and it's packaged and marketed so well. Even- oh so well,
1: they say good oh. day, but good day is only for the manufacturers, not for us.
0: Good day biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so processed food, bad okay
1: processed okay. food and then no exercise no good mm-hmm. seven hours of sleep and um, uh, you know maintaining that 12 hours of fasting and then number five is the, your stress level okay mm-hmm. and the biggest thing in india is antibiotic exposure so you know we get antibiotics like right and left Mm. Um, no, no
0: no no it's not only in india it's it's become all over now people are doctors are so quick to prescribe i'm seeing this right. it's really awful yeah
1: right yeah. so what this antibiotic does is destroys yeah. all the good bacteria in your small intestine ah. so the all the factors that i said what yeah. what has made is the bad bacteria is basically having a bahubali dance in your small intestine <laughs>
0: oh my gosh
1: okay. so this bad bacteria yeah that's to your brain yeah and basically this bad bacteria is dictating what it wants it's not the chips that you're craving It's not what you want that's what the bad bacteria in your small intestine wants
0: how do you train that bad bacteria hey bad boy fix like how do you do that
1: <laughs> so then it has we need to unwind all the bad things that we did to make the bad bacteria more Mm-hmm. So, it is not an oh, it is not a sprint. It is not a tablet that I can give you to make sure, mm-hmm. you know what, this is fever. Okay, take this, the fever will go away.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, it's a long-standing lifestyle change, which will make sure that the good bacteria comes back up again. Mm-hmm. And once the, we achieve this alteration, then there will be no obesity. There will be no cancer. There will be How'd, no oh, anxiety.
0: And how do you do that unwinding?
1: so unwinding the first thing is fasting <laughs> you need to fast because mm. we are eating too much mm. we are we are eating ourselves to death mm. Mm. because of the food availability look at swiggy look at zomato it's
0: 24/7 no 24/7. it's 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 uh, uber eats takeaway.com um uh, all of that stuff so yes, when you eats, say yes. when you say fasting are you talking about intermittent fasting Is that what they call it is that the same thing
1: Yes, you could call this as intermittent fasting because that's a fancy term that everybody knows. But, but essentially,
0: it, you're saying give yourself time to digest what you just uh, you know exactly, put your body through and exactly. not immediately eat. In a, and and uh, so for you, you I, I've heard fast. this. Yeah, You need to fast
1: your bad bacteria, basically. Only then it will die.
0: You got to fast it. You got to starve your bad bacteria to death.
1: Yes, starve your bad bacteria to death, basically. That is what the concept is.
0: And the good bacteria likes it when you do that.
1: Absolutely, good bacteria doesn't need food. Good bacteria needs sleep.
0: <laughs> good bacteria needs rest, food, uh, rest, uh, emptiness, no, uh, you know, no, nothing exactly. Junk. Good bacteria. So is this what you did to lose your uh, all those extra pounds that you know that you shed? And, and talk Absolutely. to us about how long did it take you?
1: It took me two years.
0: It took you two years. It was a slow burn. It was a slow and steady burn, but unrecognizable before and after, right? It wasn't like those, you know, talk no, no and diets, do this nothing. crazy crash diet or do this crazy thing in the gym. I heard you say this, and this is very encouraging. You're not a huge fan of exercise, no, neither no. am I. So you're not going so, crazy, you know, burning in no. the gym. You just ate really well and stayed active.
1: There, are, there are two points. One is. Um, I'm glad that it took two years because mm. it is a lifestyle change that I will mm. never go back to that even if I want to.
0: Even if you want to. I
1: cannot. I could not. And that's how my body has adapted. And your body will make you vomit if you eat bad things at night. That is how the body will yeah. tune yourself.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so yeah that's about
1: yeah. number, number two um, yeah. exercise is only 20 percent. 80 percent is diet there is no point food. in hitting the right. gym when you are hitting when you're taking like two gulab jamuns fried egg cheese nothing
0: yeah it doesn't yeah, work yeah. that way yeah so no, i i follow that i follow that that's uh so critical and i can see it in all your videos and all your clips how passionate you are you know talking about this and and uh how this message needs to spread how did you start your social media journey and like where do you where do you want to go with it?
1: <laughs> so social media journey is, was just an accident. It was just an accident. I didn't know. I didn't know that you can have a YouTube account if you have a Gmail ID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know that. So in COVID hit, as I said, I think stars were aligned for me um, when COVID hit in Sacramento. As as a matter of fact, in US, the first case of COVID was in Sacramento.
0: Yes. Yes,
1: was in Sacramento, and at that time it was March five, and then February twenty sixth. My wife and my older kid and younger kid, um, they went to India, and I was supposed to join a week later after my call. So they got stuck in India because there was this travel ban, and
0: mm-hmm. then
1: I was here in US, and there was a non profit organization here in the United States. They wanted me to do an awareness about all this happening about COVID. So I did a ten minute video and I sent Mm. it to them and they were Mm -hmm. like, This doesn't look like an awareness video, this looks like a stand-up comedy video.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Why? Because you weren't taking it seriously or
1: (laughs) I was like, you know, trying to make people understand by doing cricket examples.
0: Uh, uh, okay okay hey, you were like, you were you were trying to have some fun with it because it's i was a trying serious, to have some such fun a serious yeah. topic yeah
1: right okay. i said you know I, I i you know there was a joke i said that you know SARS corona virus is a third generation virus so it's SARS, corona mers and corona this is mm-hmm. similar to a three generation like amita bachchan abhishek bachchan and uh, something that's i'm just saying <laughs> in tamil comparing right. with tamil generation right, actors right. and i said that uh, at least amita bachan was okay but the third generation actor i couldn't stand him <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah so what how how was the reception and then what happened next with the video so these
1: guys said that oh you know I, we cannot publish it i said no. Oh, what will i do with this i spent 10 minutes on this one so they said that okay put it on youtube that's how i know that if you have a gmail account you could just put it on youtube so i put it on youtube i sent it to whatsapp uh, to my one of my family groups and then they forwarded it to everybody and uh, um, in India March 5 was the day where COVID hit mm-hmm. in India mm-hmm. and my video was released on March 6th
0: <laughs> so real we're talking timing wise really aligned the stars exactly right?
1: <laughs> and it was not planned at all it was not but yeah. just but yeah. just timing so because everybody wanted to know about covid because my video was a little bit um, funnier on that angle because yeah. everybody was talking very seriously about covid
0: yeah yeah
1: so then it got so many whatsapp forwards and that's how this youtube thing started
0: and the rest is history right amazing amazing <laughs> oh my gosh such a journey right your journey to engineering school medical school then medical school in the u.s and masters of public health all of that right and 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 then your own health journey your weight loss journey and you also shared it which was amazing you shared also the journey to to fertility and having children mm-hmm. and how i'm sure that also changed with better health right um no, uh, and bringing two new lives in the world so it's amazing uh, I can't believe we are coming close to the end, but Dr. Pal, there is a particular question I ask every single guest of mine. When you look back, (laughs) you started uh, the journey to medical, to to medicine in the year 2000. We're recording this in um, the end of 2022, um, early 2023, by the time it comes out. When you look back on this journey in these last 23 years, is there one standout, defining moment that supercharged your medical career? And helped you to move closer to your current success.
1: Um, in my medical career, I think um, the 2006, um, where I was rejected on my for my visa, mm. that was a motivational factor <laughs> because I was never rejected throughout my life. <laughs> mm. um, so. That was a very clear motivational factor. I said, okay, just to prove them, I said, okay, if you are rejecting, I'll try, I'll make sure that I get this. Um, mm-hmm. So that was one life-changing factor. Mm-hmm. I still debate myself whether that was the right decision or not, because now we are just so used to here that going back to India, it sounds like a Herculean task, but still people do it. Um, I don't know whether it's a right or wrong answer but that's a different discussion Mm -hmm. but that was a life-changing moment and the second Mm -hmm. thing is my uh, heart attack episode in 2016 um, where I realized that um, hey you know now you have secured your financial status but isn't it too late to look into your? so
0: that was a proper that was a heart attack
1: it was a heart attack yes that
0: was a heart was attack in like technical terms it was um, yeah it was a
1: small heart attack yeah
0: wow and that's small. when you turned things around
1: uh, that was like you know what are we doing now so you know now but the problem is we missed the boat when you secured your financial status you kept on saying that you know I'm working this for my family and all those things but uh, now you, you like it because all the surroundings around you or making you enjoy the situation that you are in. Enjoy
0: the fruits of your labor, literally, except the fruit exactly. is also processed food.
1: <laughs> fruits of your labor. Why not? Until something bad happens. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and those are the two life-changing moments for me. And um, throughout my childhood, it was very clear that I like humor. And uh, during presentation, even with my you know 11th, 12th standard presentation, PowerPoint slides, I still remember at the end of each slide, I will add something funny, which I mm. thought was funny. Mm. Um, so always that humor was mm. something that I was very passionate about at the end uh, of any moment presentation. And that translated me to medical school, residency, and everything throughout my career. I think that humor helped me a lot. Yes. Um, helped yes. me a lot. And, yes. um, and always I, I so the point I was trying to make is, so you will, everybody listening to this will have some kind of strength and they will know for sure. They will definitely know. Uh, nobody has to tell them. They know that they are good at it. And uh, My suggestion is that, okay, so if you're like me, secure your financial status with whatever eight to five job that you want. <laughs> and, then, and then work on whatever passion you're about. That's what my my recommendation is um this passion of yours Mm -hmm. will definitely be intertwined with whatever you are doing yes and sometimes people leave this eight to five job and then just do this and then they keep on going they excel as well which is totally okay which is yes but that is not a common occurrence Um, occurrence. so i think
0: yeah Yeah. hybrid
1: model you know you just secure your financial (laughs) status and once you have secure financial status, you can come back to it anytime if this passion of yours is not going to work out.
0: I understand. I understand. It's good to have that insurance. But uh, I, and, think and, three... I think all three. I think
1: I love making these YouTube videos because yeah. it's not for money because I don't get any money out no, of this at all. I know. And the amount of time that I spent on social media, if I put on my regular work, I will earn like 10 times more. Yes. But the humor sense that I bring in, and when somebody writes a comment and says that was funny mm-hmm. in the comment section, that makes me do
0: That makes it. That's how I reached out to you. You just you. I was giggling so much. It's not easy for me to like laugh at anything, but here it was education plus entertainment. So that my one of my favorite combinations, edutainment. But I want to unpack what you just said here because it's so relevant. The first one, two thousand six, you took a rejection. At that time, it stings. It hurts. It's very personal, of course. But that actually, you're saying, ended up supercharging, right? You didn't turn into this bitter man who was like, "What you rejected me, I reject you." No, <laughs> you, <laughs> you you decided, okay, I'm gonna see what I can do. What are the what are the next steps? the The second thing is is the the you got a second lease of life in 2016. So ten years mm-hmm. later, right, mm-hmm. uh, with the heart attack, and you said. I'm not letting this waste ever again. I'm never going to let I'm, I'm never going to take it for granted. I've got this new lease on life and I'm not going to waste this opportunity and and you clearly didn't. And the third thing you said is there's a certain superpower You said strength, but I will even go so far as to say a superpower. We all have it. We don't have to be shy about it. It's one of those things that people notice repeatedly about us. We get compliments on it. We get noticed for it. And when you marry your superpower with a paid profession, whether it's a medical doctor, whether it's a cricket player, whether it's a career coach, it doesn't matter in between, whatever it is, then you become unstoppable right and and the stars are we talked about the stars today the star the, the sky is the limit uh, to making that happen
1: no absolutely absolutely i think that's a very good summary i i hope people who listen to it at least take the second point that make sure that you know whichever profession that you are in um, health has to be a
0: priority <laughs> <sighs> without health i don't know what do we have we can have great ambitions we can have the best quality of life but if we don't have our health to enjoy it right. then what's, right. the, what's the point <laughs> this has been amazing i will definitely make sure i link your youtube channel your instagram in the show notes so people can continue to get educated you don't have to be a native so uh dr pal is a is a native tamil speaker i don't speak a word of tamil it doesn't matter everything has uh, captions once in a while there'll be a word in there I'm like what did he say but it is still so funny like some things you know they transcend language they transcend cultural barriers and they just bring us together so you are doing such great work Dr. Pal I'm so glad we bumped into each other in this internet universe and I wish you continued success with your medical career with your social media journey and beyond thank you so much for your time
1: oh thank you Sono. thank you Sono. to the listeners You know, follow my Instagram handle so that you can lose your love handles <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it, I hope you enjoyed listening to the show and if you did I'd love for you to do one little thing go to Apple Podcasts, so that's podcast.apple.com and leave me a review this really really helps the discoverability of the show and can help inspire job seekers out there to find jobs and take care of their families can you think of anything more important right now Mm. i didn't think so so thank you so much for listening thanks for hanging out with me today connect with me on linkedin i'd love to get to know you and what you liked about the show And, and perhaps if you have ideas feel free to reach out so take care of yourself And until next time, bye for now.